Oh, man. All right. Hey, you guys ready? Because it's time. It's time to get a little energy. It's time to get a little juice. It's time to bring the power. Now, I will say this about the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit locks down something, I didn't know the Holy Spirit was going to take my daughter 2,666.2 miles away from me. Okay, so you got to trust in the Holy Spirit that things uh, are going to go well. So as Viv said, my name is, well, I'm not daddy, but I am Chad Ware, uh, born and raised in Elkins right here. I'm glad everybody's here tonight. I'm excited about tonight. I think this message, which I put together, it's a theme here, by the way. I put it together. I think I sent Kevin the notes about two o'clock today, um, something about that 2 p.m. hour, and, uh, and here we are getting ready to, uh, to, to deliver a word about the Holy Spirit. So I want to welcome everybody that's online. I'm going to do the best Kevin impersonation that I can. Uh, you are here. What is it, Kevin? You're here on purpose for a purpose. That's right. So if you're watching online, make sure you comment. You're watching. Love to have you. Thank you guys for hanging out with us online. I've never done the online thing, so that's kind of cool uh, and exciting. So anyways, before I get started, though, man, I was totally shocked and totally surprised that some of my oldest friends, right, are here. James Mitchell is here, and Michael Wayne Jackson is here tonight. So uh, got some of my brothers here tonight. Um, and it's always a humbling thing when I've got guys that rolled with me in the past, and they knew what my life was once like, and now they know what it's like today. And it is a humbling and honoring thing to talk about the Lord and talk about all that he does in my life. And it's just exciting so to be here so anyway so today though when I was getting ready for this message I had a friend text me out of the blue didn't have any idea what he was texting me about asked me what I had going on tonight and I told him what I was going to do I told him that I was going to come to Summit Church Encounter Revival and I was going to talk about the Holy Spirit right and he texted me back he said give him heaven tonight but he said better yet bring heaven down and so that is what's going to happen tonight. We're going to bring heaven down. We're going to get lit up for Christ. That's what we're going to do, okay? So make no mistake. Get ready. Don't be glued to your seats. Don't keep your hands in your pockets, okay? Because the Holy Spirit is something worth getting jacked up about. I'm going to tell you right now, okay? So there's going to be an encounter, like Vivi said. So, but last night, last night, here's the hard part, though. Last night, I'm watching Pastor Kevin do his thing, right? And you know Pastor Kevin, he brings fire with the word. And he nailed last night's message about revival on the money. So I come into the service last night. There are eight people signed up for baptism on Sunday. I left, there were 10 people signed up. So that means not one, but two people got the fire off his message last night. That, folks, is encounter revival in a nutshell. But I thought to myself, wait a minute, that was awesome, but now i got to follow this guy right? And if you see Kevin, right? This, I don't look like Kevin, right? I mean, I could be Kevin's dad, really. I mean, he, he's, that's the age difference there. And then I start thinking, man, I got to go in front of a guy that's going to peel the paint off the walls tomorrow night, Mike Homs. Mike Homs is the guy that sits in this drum right here. He puts one hand in the air to praise and worship and plays the drums like he's got five other hands working it. I don't know anybody that can do that. Are we blessed? I'm waiting. I can't wait tomorrow night, Mike Himes. It's going to be good stuff, okay? So pressure, right? Thought it was over. It's not over. My wife, Instagram warrior, right? She puts on her stories. Hey, man, last night was fire. Hey, Chad, where, or Chad William 1990, you better bring it tonight. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. All right, the stomach had butterflies already, but here we are. And, and, and you know, but I will say this, my man Dave Schaefer back here, he did give me some advice tonight when I came out, and he said, if I walk like this right here, 
So if I walk like this, not, not to go down like this? A little bit I don't know if I can go much more than that now. Okay, but that's that. He said that if I do that, everything will be all right. So, anyway, I, I, I will. I will. That's what I'm looking for is the comment. No, not really. Not really. But anyway, so here we are. For real, though, we are made unique. Okay, we are made, as a matter of fact, so unique, right? There's my clicker. That the National Forensic Science Technology Center, I got to read this, okay? states that no two people have been found to have the same fingerprints, including identical twins. I didn't know that. That's, that's nerd stat for y'all. I did not know that. Okay. They also said it was important to note that our fingerprints vary between our own fingers, right? So meaning you have a unique print on each finger, right? Pretty cool. Only God can do that. Only God. It's not by happen chance. Okay, every single finger. I mean, some of you guys, I mean, Michael, you're in law. I mean, are you fingerprint people? I, I didn't know that. Give me that clue. But unique, right? Unique means being without like or equal. Unmatched and unparalleled. That's you. That's me, right? You could say from our fingerprints to the numbered hairs on our head, as it says in Scripture, except for Ron. We count the hairs on the side of his head. Okay, you got a lot of hair on the side of your head. Well, well you do. You know, I, just, I mean, Adam Stiles, is, he's gone with it, but at least you have someone on the side. Okay, but we're made unique, unique to God, right? Ain't nobody like me, ain't nobody going to be like you. We are unique to the Father, and that's a special thing. You are special because of that, right? But even though all of us are different and unique in our own way, in this room tonight, we share a common bond, is that we are all believers. Every single one of you are believers. You are here, okay, for that purpose that you're called to be. When you got out of your car, got in your car, came over here tonight, you came through the door for a reason. And we're going to get to that reason here in a little bit. But before we get started, I'm going to do something I used to do when I coached, okay? So everybody, you got to get your hands ready. Get your hands out and get them ready, on it, okay? So when I say two claps, this is so difficult. You may not be able to do it. When I say two, that's you too, James. When I say two claps, you're going to go, okay, in unison. But you got to wait till I say two claps. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Two claps. Two claps. Two claps. All right, now you see we're all on the same page right now. We're all in unison. We're all ready to move in one accordance. We're all ready for one purpose, one heartbeat, right? One pulse for the Lord. We're all seeking the Lord together. Two claps. See, that's where we're at right now. We're all on the same page, and it feels good to be on the same page because we are in the house of the Lord. Make no mistake where you're at tonight. This is the house of the Lord. Ah, whew. And since we're all, but I'm telling y'all, it ain't raining a while, Dave. I might run, too. I might run. All right, it's only night two. I got to save my running for night three. I didn't even stretch. But, all right, so since we're all believers, right, we all have access to the person called the Holy Spirit. Not a being, right? The Holy Spirit is a person, as Viv said, right? Many times we hear it, it almost has a mystical feel to it, right? There should be like fog and fairies or something in the background, right? The Spirit, right? It's easy to recognize God the Father, right? Easy to recognize Jesus the Son, right? But the Holy Spirit, the word itself almost denotes a, a mysterious and intangible entity, right? That you just can't quite grab. But, but, however, when we look at the Word, when we see Holy Spirit described in the Word, He's described as a teacher, a nurturer, a helper, and an empowerer. That's in the Word of God. Not mine. Y'all can follow along and find it in the Bible if you want. We got some Scripture, too. Just not on me. I love to talk, but we will talk about Scripture. 
So for example, when we follow the Holy Spirit as a teacher, we learn to follow his prompts or his lead. And when we see him as a nurturer, right, we take our pain or our needs to him. In times of weakness, he strengthens us. In times of sorrow, he comforts us. No matter how the Holy Spirit shows up in Scripture or shows up in your life, his role does not change. It remains the same. You think about that. Scripture, the same today as he was yesterday as he will be tomorrow. The Holy Spirit is no different. You know, Kevin had that triangle up here. I didn't even understand that triangle. He did, but he made it to a point where I understood it, right? We had Father, a son and spirit and they're all the same they're all in one right it's hard to I, I mean i can't do that message tonight that's too big too broad but you understand it remains the same they move in accordance right two claps nah that's not good enough two claps there we go i see johnny Klingerman doing that he played for me he understands that john gets a special bonus tonight but that's moving together okay matter of fact we have access to the greatest resource the source of all time it's within us Okay, we have access to the things I just mentioned and more. In 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, you can see it here on the board. For to one is given the word of wisdom. Say wisdom. wisdom. Through the Spirit to another, the word of knowledge. Say knowledge. knowledge. Through the same Spirit to another, faith. faith. By the same Spirit to another, gifts of? Yes. By the same Spirit to another, the working of? Yes. To another? Yes. To another? Yes. To another, different kinds of? To another, the That's gifts of the Spirit. That's what he gives us, right? To another, gifts of healing. To one, Spirit, right? All of those things that's on there. 1 Corinthians, I go too far. Paul also states in 1 Corinthians 6 through 8, because our testimony about Christ was confirmed in you, therefore you do not lack, right? You do Say, you do not lack. Say it one more time. You do not lack. Say it. Any spiritual gift, as you eagerly await the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? We wait for him coming back. He will sustain you to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those gifts are for today. They will sustain us till that great getting up morning and he comes back. Make no mistake, he will sustain us to the end. We will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, who's meant so much to me in my life in my walk. I could not be here tonight without the Father. There are so many people in this room, those testimonies tonight, they're moving because they're real. They're not fake. They're not made up. They're not manufactured. They're not just say, we're just going to throw a dart at the board. They mean something. Mark survived not one, not two, but three near-death experiences, and yet he still stands here today. Tim Hornick, my brother, comes up here and shows you his emotion because of what the Lord has done. That baptismal tub that's sitting over there on Sunday when you come to church and people go in that water, when they come back out, they are coming out different. They will come out filled with the Holy Spirit. They will come out a changed person. I grabbed one of my old classmates last night and I told him, man, I had said, you're in my crosshairs all night. I said, when I looked over at you, and I just thought of you coming out of that water. He's tall, too. He's not short, but he's going to come out 10 foot tall. Because that's what the Holy Spirit will do. The Holy Spirit will bring you into that place of renewing. We can use that power, that power of the Spirit, 24-7, right? It doesn't turn off. You can't turn it off. 
You can turn your back to it, but it doesn't shut off. You can use it anytime you choose, anywhere you choose. The power, it doesn't need money, right? You ain't got to pay the bill because the price has already been paid. When Jesus went to that cross and he died on that cross, that's the only price that has been paid. You haven't got to pay a thing. It's free to you. Access, plug in. It's all yours. 24-7. It's not just for me, but it's for you. Jesus himself operated in the spirit. Went by, 2-1. Let me go back. Matthew 3.16, after his baptism, right? Jesus had the Holy Spirit. Y'all think Jesus is Jesus, right? Jesus didn't need anything. But no, he did. He had the Holy Spirit. Matthew 3.16 says, after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, can you imagine Jesus coming up out of that tub right there? I mean, let yourself imagine that for a second. After he came up out of the water, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, settling on him. Think about that. The Spirit of God descending on him like a dove. The same Jesus who in John 18, 6, in the Garden of Gethsemane, boy, this is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. The soldiers, they march in, right? I mean, they're bad dudes. They're top-of-the-line soldiers. They're out looking for Jesus. They're looking for the one who was dangerous. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he spoke with authority and the power that's given to us through the Holy Spirit. When the soldiers came to arrest him, he stepped out. He knew what they were there for. He was not surprised. He stepped out. They're like, hey, which one of y'all is Jesus? And he said, I am he. And with that, they drew back and they fell to the ground. They could not stand to that power. They could not stand when he just said the words, I am he. They were knocked off of their feet. You possess that power. Make no mistake. The same Jesus, when he was going to leave this world and comforting his disciples, in John 14, 26, he said, But when the Father, God, sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, the advocate, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything that I have told you. Everything. Not something. Not a couple of things. Not a partial understanding. Not just two or three words. But everything in his word. When we need it, no matter what, the truths of his teaching come back to us to remembrance to reinforce us and to bolster us no mistake the word remains in him john 15 5 my favorite passage of scripture jesus talking to his disciples and he says to them remain in me and i will remain in you and you will bear much fruit not some fruit much fruit my wife's apple looked good tonight i gotta tell you but that's the fruit that we can bear. Corey Ten Boom tells a, a, a testimony about, and do you guys know who Corey is? You ever heard her name before, Corey Ten Boom? She was a Christian that hit, that hit Jewish people from the Nazis in World War II. And she was concerned that she, when she, on the day she was captured, a, a devout Christian, she was con, uh, concerned that she would be captured and that she would not be able to withstand the Nazis and that she would denounce the Father. When they would, they would try to make her do that. And the Father told her to trust in the Holy Spirit. And the way he told her that, he said, when I send you to the store, Corey, do I give you the money three days before or do I give it to you the day of? And she said, Dad, you give it to me the day of. And he said, the Holy Spirit is no different. When you need it, it will be available. Your portion will always be there. You may not see that portion three days before, but you're going to see it when you need it in those times. 
you're going to remember things like, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That I am the head and not the tail. That I am above it and not beneath it. That you are blessed coming in and you will be blessed going out. That we are made in his image. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Those are promises of God that can be brought back to remembrance through the Holy Spirit. Promises to strengthen us. Promises to give us rest. Promises to take care of all of our needs. Promises to answer our prayers. Promises to work everything out for good. Promises to be with us. Promises to protect us. And promises from freedom of sin. How many of y'all have ever been broken from sin? I tell you what, most hands ought to be up in here because I've been broken from sin. We're all sinners. Those are the promises of the Lord. So many promises, so much truth. It's unlimited. The Holy Spirit enables us to remember these things when we need them. Do not forget that. If you walk out of there, the advocate is your friend. It is a person. It is living. It doesn't take a night off. Like I said, it is there every single day, every single minute, every single second, half second. Go to sleep at night. It battles for you when you're asleep. Spiritual warfare happens when you sleep and the Holy Spirit is battling for you. He never fails. The Holy Spirit never fails. You aren't walking with a person that loses. The game, it ain't even been close. There's no ties. It's been blowout city because you're walking with the winner every time you walk forward in the name of God. Utilizing the Holy Spirit, you walk in victory. Victory. When we need him, whoo, I'm saying this over and over. I want it to be repetitive. Jesus was a great repetitive teacher. If you read the Bible, especially John 15, 5, in that area where he's talking about remaining in him and he'll remain in you and, and you will bear much fruit, he goes on to say things like, uh, for apart from me, you can do nothing, right? You'll be thrown into the, to the, to the, the bushel of branches or whatever and burned up like fire. You see, Jesus repeats it over and over because he wants his people to get his message, right? He's never too busy. The Holy Spirit, when I say he, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit, never too busy. He's never without energy. He's always ready for the perfect time. He is there to reinforce the truth we've been taught. How many of y'all have ever read the Bible? How many? How many ever picked it up? How many of y'all have ever been to church? Everybody ought to have their hands. That's not a trick question, okay? Everybody's sitting there like, uh, no, right? You're in church right now, okay? What has been taught to us in Scripture, it's godly guidance that bolstered us through the storms, through the trials, through every season that we may encounter. The good and the bad, the ones in between that don't make much sense. The Holy Spirit is always active and ready. And because of that constant guidance, and uh, we can have freedom. 2 Corinthians 3.17 Now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Say freedom. freedom. Do you believe that the Spirit of the Lord is here? No, yes. no. Do you believe that the Spirit of the Lord is here? Yes. That's right. Amen. Make no mistake. Now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I like freedom. I don't like bondage. I've been in bondage. I know what that's like. There's others in here that have been in bondage too. I know you have. Probably people at home watching have been in bondage. You may be in bondage right now, and we're going to give you a chance here in a little bit to step out of that. Freedom. Freedom. Are you guys interested in tapping into that tonight? Do you want to let it out and lay it down? Freedom. 
is within your grasp. It resides inside of you. Are we interested in all that he has to provide? The power of the Holy Spirit comes to us in our most intimate moments. That is where real connection, real true connection comes in. Like any great union, right, between two people, the deeper the intimacy, the more powerful the connection. The more truths are revealed. And that's the way it works with the Holy Spirit. The deeper you go, the more you trust, the more you listen, the more you obey, the further you walk. That path, when you start on it as a Christian, it may seem narrow, but the farther you go on that path, the wider it becomes. The more you trust. That discernment in your gut, you know, some people are like, I just had a gut feeling about that. Now that's the Holy Spirit, right? You're like, man, I was going to go left, but then I went right and things worked out. I, I didn't feel good about going left. That's the Holy Spirit. Make no mistake about who is guiding you. It ain't you. Because if it's you, you're going to fail because our flesh fails. The Holy Spirit does not fail. It never fails. It can't fail. The Spirit of God cannot fail. This is the moment. This is the time. This is when intimacy happens. He knows you, needs you. When you walked in here tonight, he knew, right? The Holy Spirit was activated when you came through the doors. Y'all are sitting there. I'm telling you, get ready. Get ready to hold on to the bar because it's coming. It was sending the overdrive because he's about to do something in your life. He knows you. He knows that you're about to tap into something special. If you never have, get ready. It's a deeper connection. It's one that will set you on that path of freedom that you have never experienced before and you will not turn around when you can feel that freedom. I promise you that. You get a taste of it and you want more of it. If you want truth back into your life, do you want to quiet the lies that you've heard? Now is the time for that truth. His counsel, his wisdom, his knowledge, the truth you seek, you can obtain it. Right? Remember, it's been paid for. It's been bought by the blood. There's nothing you have to do. You can't turn in the bill late. It's not going to come and get disconnected. Just step out and trust. Romans 8.26 Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray, for as we ought. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with greatness. With greatness. Not mediocrity. Not partial effort. Not a little bit of this or a little bit of that, but with greatness. Y'all know what greatness looks like, right? You might have seen something. You may have seen a singer. You may have seen a sports team. You may have seen something that you think is the greatest you've ever seen. Right? My wife loves Tom Brady. That's, that, that's hard, right? I mean, I'm standing here, Deb. I'm in the same room. Right? He's as good as you can get. He's great. But he ain't greater than the Father. And he ain't greater than the Holy Spirit. Not even close. Greatness intercedes for us with greatness. Ooh. Come, come to the altar tonight. Just like the scripture says, even if you don't know what to pray for, the Spirit will intercede for you. And perhaps by your show of faith, by stepping out, it will be revealed to you tonight. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal 
that truth to you this evening. Ask and you will receive. That's scripture. You will receive. He will comfort you tonight as you come to the altar. That unction you have, that pool you have right now, what keeps you where you're at, instead of coming down here to be filled with the Holy Spirit, is pride. A pride that I can do it on my own. A pride that I got it in check. I've always handled my business. I got it. I can't show weakness in front of my peers. I got to be solid and bold. I mean, I got two guys sitting over here that have seen me at my absolute wildest. And now I'm in here talking about the glory of God because I know what he brings in my life. I know what he brings to the table. When I sit down with him, I know he brings freedom. When I talk to him, I know he brings truth. I know it's not a lie. I know it's not fake. I know when the Holy Spirit is operating, there is healing in the building. That there is breakthrough in the building. I believe. Do you believe? Do you believe tonight is your night to be filled with the Holy Spirit for the gifts? Maybe it's wisdom. Maybe it's knowledge. Maybe it's the gift of prophecy. No matter what it is in your life, it's here waiting tonight at this altar. And then when you leave here tonight, that access never leaves. 24-7. All day. Every day. Get in your car and drive, it's there. Go to bed at night, it's there. Go into Walmart, it's there. Go put a line in the, in the river, it's there. Get in an airplane, it's there. Go to the game, it's there. Go to dinner, it's there. It never leaves. Always is there. He the person, the Holy Spirit, who wants to give you all that you need tonight.